Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Toyo Open Country AT3. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything, even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Thursday, March 9th. Conference Championship Week in full mother bleeping effect. You gotta love it. A lot of college basketball bets Wednesday, and I ended up basically, you know, with the six and six kiss your sister, but you end up losing with the vig. Not fun. And folks, I don't know who else is dealing with this crap, but I'm starting to see games not pop up. I tried my first half strategy. A conference did not show up. First half, first half bets were not allowed in that conference. I'm like, what? The games aren't even popping up. Northern Arizona late night last night. Couldn't even bet the game. Now, I don't know if that's because I have a history of winning or they're just limiting people or the games are not available for certain books, but there's some shady stuff going on. I'm not happy. I'm not happy on this Thursday, but I am also kind of happy because there's no herd. The Big East tournament will be on FS1. No herd today. And of course, you guys know Friday, I will be running the show. Very, very excited. Should be a good time. Cowherd decided, you know, Thursday, Big East Tournament. Friday, everybody's watching Conference Championship Friday. I might as well take the day off. So I was like, uh, yeah, I'll fill in. I know initially I was going to be like, hey, if if you're off, I'm off. But then they were like, Jake, can you host? I was like, yeah, sure, why not? So it'll be, I'll be hosting. I've already got a lot of plans in the hopper. Excited. Talked to a couple guys on staff about some fun ideas we're going to be cooking up. Obviously, some of the stuff I've tried out here on the podcast. But uh, look for Friday, the herd. It'll be fun. Couple big stories in sports. We got to start in the NBA. No, no movement in the NFL on the Favre Rogers. Uh, I'm sorry, not Favre Rogers on the Rogers Lamar Jackson front. Um, so, so we'll hold off on that. 
But in the NBA last night, I don't know if you guys saw this highlight this morning, but everybody was all excited for Kevin Durant's first home game in Phoenix, right? Crowd, the pr- ticket prices through the roof. Everybody's amped up. Finally, KD coming home to Phoenix. Uh, tough to get a ticket in Phoenix last night for KD's first home game. And then during warm-ups, KD goes down in the layup line and does not play and left the arena in a walking boot. That is not a joke. Now, it's obviously a precaution that he wore the walking boot. Initially, reports were he slipped on a wet spot and was it was going to sit out. Then they showed the replay, and it was like, there was no wet spot. He just turned an ankle. And listen, when you think Kevin Durant, foot injury, goes down. Now, he got up and looked okay, but if you ever turned an ankle, it's like, whoa. There's that brief moment of, holy cow, and then you walk it off and you're fine. This is Kevin Durant, okay? Or as he likes to say, I'm Kevin Durant. You know who I am, damn it. No need to risk it, especially against OKC. They went on to win. Devin Booker had like 97 points or whatever it was. Phoenix got the easy dub. But everybody who paid big money to see Kevin Durant was like, "Mm, sorry, guys, no KD. Instead, you'll have to settle for Torrey Craig and Ian Wainwright. And, oh, we'll make this a DeAndre Ayton game. Um, you know, so so he has a nice game since he's getting looks. I mean, he barely played 24 minutes, but Book had, well, in all honesty, 44. Terrence Ross came off the bench and was firing. But it was like, it was a snoozer. They were up 13 after the first quarter, up a billion heading into the fourth. It was it was a non-entity. Suns get the W. I, I'm not, I don't even think that's, I, I opened with that because it was kind of weird that Kevin Durant got injured in the layup line and left in a walking boot. Obviously, there's major concern. No need to rush anything. KD, get healthy. The playoffs need you. The other NBA story is no bueno at all. And you guys know I am kind of sort of in the tank for these guys. The Dallas Mavericks, my guy, Luka Doncic. You guys are starting to rib me a little bit more on Luka and the Mavs. They had a back-to-back. Now, Luka played in his first back-to-back. I looked this up since February. I'm uh, sorry, since December 5th and 6th. And he got hurt. Thigh muscle pulled. It looked like early third quarter, and then he was done. And now he's getting an MRI on his thigh. He had a bad game, four for fourteen, shooting. Hadn't played a back to back in oh almost four months. And oh by the way, in his limited action, he got a another technical foul. This is what's and again, I know you guys. Some of you will brush this off as stop it. The Mavs are 34 and 33. Luka just picked up his 15th technical. 16 means a one-game suspension. Nobody talks to referees the way Luka Doncic does. It's inevitable he's going to get a 16th and get a one-game suspension. So now you're like, well, are they in any danger of falling from like the 7 to the 10? Well, they're bar- they're up one and a half games on the Lakers and Pels who are tied for the um, ninth and 10th seeds. This is where it gets a little interesting for Dallas. So now Luka's getting an MRI. They don't play again until Saturday. So theoretically, he could be okay. But listen to the schedule. They've got two games against Memphis next. Now we'll get to the John Morant news, because there is news, shortly. Then they have what should be a layup at San Antonio, but then they go to the Lakers. Lakers are going to be fighting for a playoff spot. Then another game in Memphis. So they have three of their next five are against Memphis. Then they have Golden State. So of their next six games, five are against teams currently in the playoffs. And they will, I think it's safe to say they will likely not have Luka Doncic 
for at least a couple of those, right? I mean, if you're going if you're going to the playoffs, you're going to need Luka Doncic, obviously. This guy's a tremendous player. He's an all-NBA talent. You don't want to risk a major injury. Rest him. Now, we're starting to see injuries mount up here late in the season, right? LeBron, Luka. Like, we don't need stars getting hurt. Kevin Durant goes down. Like, this is, you know, the NBA is like a two-month playoff marathon and you can't have the stars sitting out that is borderline unacceptable for the league you you want ratings to plummet the ratings aren't great anyway but you need drama you need good players there now here's where it gets really really scary for the Dallas Mavericks what if they don't make the playoffs what becomes of Kyrie Irving he has no shot they're offering him anything if they can't even make the playoffs there's no chance they're offering him anything none so then it's like well Wait a sec. Kyrie goes to the Mavs. They're top six in the West. Then they fall out and miss the playoffs, and Kyrie wasn't even acting up? Is he going to fit in on my team? And you start to wonder what the market's going to look like this offseason for Kyrie Irving. Folks, Kyrie Irving now has a chance to carry this team. No Luka. It's Kyrie, Tim Hardaway, Dwight Powell. I don't even think Maxi Kleber played last night. Like, it ain't looking good. Now, if you want a silver lining, three of the next five games are against Memphis. The Grizzlies announced late on Wednesday that Ja Morant will be away from the team for at least the next four games. Not just the next four, but at least the next four. So it went from Ja's going to be away from the team for two games to four more. Where are they getting these numbers? Are they pulling it out of thin air? Is it a timetable thing? Because is the league telling them, hold off, we're still investigating. Now, the Colorado police looked into the gun from Instagram Live. They couldn't They couldn't come up with any charges. Nothing. Okay. Is the NBA saying, don't play John Morant because we're looking into him? We don't know what's going on. This is where it gets even more interesting. So this guy named Mark Spears covers the NBA for ESPN. He... He's a longtime reporter. I think he just got into the NBA Hall of Fame. He's been around for a while. Credible reporter. Brian Winhorst asked him about the John Morant situation. And Mark Spears goes, I don't think we're going to see John Morant again this season. And he didn't really offer an explanation why. But the fact that he thinks with, you know, 15 games left, we're not going to see John Morant again. That is kind of eye-opening. What's going on? There was a salacious report on social media that Ja was going to some rehab facility. That is total garbage. There's no no truth to that, no merit whatsoever. But I, I, this is the problem. When there is a lack of information and concrete evidence, rumors fill the void, right? I, I'm curious, where are the Memphis reporters on this? There's a weird relationship with between reporters that cover the league and the NBA. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. 
So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code. A lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM. Let's create. During the David Stern years, I mean, David Stern ruled with an iron fist. He came down hard. I think the Carmelo Anthony story has been told. Carmelo Anthony's told it when he was running a foul in New York. He was running with some less than desirable characters. It might have started in Denver and then carried over maybe to New York. He had to meet with David Stern, and Stern read him the riot act like, hey, you know, do you want to be part of this league here where you're a star making a lot of money playing basketball? Or do you want to go and hang with your boys and you know, run afoul of the law and on all this stuff. Remember the stop snitching video that he appeared in? Like Carmelo had to make a decision. It was pretty obvious. You know what? I, uh, I, I'm not going to keep it too real. I'm going to play basketball, make a lot of money, enjoy time playing basketball for a career. I got it. You guys know as a, uh, as a guy who plays a lot of basketball, I said, I picked up, played in pickup basketball leagues and, uh, New York City, Pennsylvania, out here in L.A. I-, I love hoops. If somehow, if by the grace of God, I had been 6'5 and had been able to make the NBA, I, it, that would have been, like, you know, amazing. I, and now, the long story short, and the reality is, I loved hoops and, and soccer and other sports so much as a kid that I think... What's gotten me where I am is the failure of me after a pretty good youth career, whatever that's worth, when you're like, you know, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, uh, maybe 13, 
and, and then just hitting a wall, not hitting puberty in time, not getting big enough, not being good enough. I mean, I didn't make the freshman basketball team. I, you know, you know you're, you're playing in rec leagues and you're making shots. Hey, you wasn't as big back then. And you think, oh, I'm going to be in the NBA. Well, obviously, come on, <laughs> definitely be in the NBA. No doubt about it. And then I didn't even, never even tried out for a club team or anything. And then you go out for like freshman basketball and you, you make it past the first cuts and then you're gone at the second cuts and you're like, wait, wait, what just happened? I, I didn't make the freshman basketball team. And then reality hits pretty quickly. And that kind of drove me, I think, well, along with my parents helping nudge me along uh, into, you know, covering sports and journalism and all that. And, you know, if if given the opportunity, you guys, come on. I, you know, when you meet guys who are like 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, it, it's like, geez, did you try really hard to make the NBA? Like, how much effort did you put into it? And, like, it's super hard to make the NBA. The guy that I met... Um, who introduced me to ultimately the people who uh, bought the New Zealand Breakers, the basketball team in uh, New Zealand, who, by the way, are in the NBL, NBL finals right now. They're tied at 1-1. And the soccer team in Mexico, not having a great season, but we'll talk about that at a later date. I, that The guy who introduced me was a professional player in Europe. Uh, he was a Division three star. I think he was the Division three player of the year. I met him at the gym. He, I mean, this guy was unbelievable, like six seven, three point shooter, dunking machine. You know, I just saw him playing. I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy's incredible. Got to be friends with him. And you know, he has a he just won a championship uh, some some league in Italy. I don't know the exact league, but you know, I follow him on Instagram. He's got a lot of followers. He obviously has played basketball at a high level. He had one shot in an NBA summer league team. I think it was Memphis or Miami. I, I I would have to look it up. But um, and it was like you know he was forever long he played high school division three. He was like the best guy. And then you get to the NBA summer league and like everyone's the best guy that's ever been there. And it's super hard. And you know he didn't make the NBA, but he had a lucrative, lengthy career in Europe, and that's fun and that's great. But that's how hard it is to make the league. And I think John Morant. It has has his star rise so rapidly. Again, five years ago, did well, we'll go seven seven years ago. Did anybody know John Morant? This guy was not a heralded high school recruit. He blew up in one year at Murray State, and then it was just a rapid rise after that. And it's just been up, up, and away. And did it maybe go to his head and some of the stuff off the court get to him? Maybe I I, I don't know. But something is clearly wrong. The fact that they're now saying he's going to be away from the team for four more games. He's deleted all his social media accounts. I don't know, folks. Something's going on with John Moran. It doesn't, um, it doesn't look good, but hey, I'm, I'm rooting for the guy. I did have somebody come at me on social media. Boy, Jay, you've never said a good thing about John Moran. And I was like, that can't be true. He, when he was winning at Murray State, I was betting on him because that guy, he was unbelievable. And he was just a one-man wrecking crew. And... Then he gets to the NBA, and he was pretty good. But I've never been a guy, like, obviously dunking is cool, but I've never been a guy just in awe of athletic ability and dunking. I want I, I consider myself a shooter. So I love the three-point shooters. Now, if you can meld the shooting and the dunking, like a guy like Zach Levine, then, you know, then I'm a huge fan. Uh, but I digress. Um, let's go to college basketball real quick. Obviously, it's a monster week in college hoops. And there was a big retirement yesterday. It was a it was an awkward retirement. 
I've told this story before. So the first college basketball team I got into was the Georgetown Hoyas. I was a young kid, and my parents were friends with a, a buddy of mine's parents, and they were huge Georgetown fans. That uh, dad went to Seton Hall, and the mom was from New Jersey. At any rate, they were like into college hoops. So Georgetown was a local team growing up in D.C., so they had like a party for Georgetown. And it's funny, my buddy listens to the podcast and texted me when he, I talked about this last time. But after I you know, saw Georgetown, I, whatever year it was, 84, 85, that they won the title. Uh, it was 84. But I don't really remember the game. But in the ensuing years, I started to watch more basketball. And Syracuse had this point guard, Sherman Douglas, who was unbelievable. Love watching him. And I became a Syracuse fan. And obviously, you know, I followed the cues. They were like my team. And if you guys couldn't pick this up about me, I've never really liked the local team. When I was growing up in Northern Virginia, everybody liked, at the time, the Washington Redskins. I was like, I'm not following the crowd. I'm not liking the Washington Redskins. And I said, I was born in New York. I'll root for the Jets. So at the time, everybody liked Georgetown. I was like, okay, well, I, we rooted for the first time. But I like Syracuse. That's my team. So I like Syracuse and Georgetown. I'm one of those weirdos. Now that we're in L.A., though, I kind of root for the Rams a little bit. UCLA, USC are kind of interesting. Um, I think some of that, you know, we get a little more access to some of the stuff given where I am now as opposed to being a kid. But nevertheless, I like Syracuse a lot. And Jim Beheim was a coach. And Syracuse was always really good. I loved um, uh, the poet Lawrence Moten. I didn't even realize he's the leading scorer in Syracuse basketball history. I was a huge fan of me. He pulled his socks up high, so I started pulling my socks up high when he played basketball. Um, Billy Owens, loved him. Derek Coleman, I vaguely remember. Ronnie Sykley. I could rattle off, if we played the game where I said, we're going to name Syracuse basketball players, go. And we have to go until somebody can't name one. I guarantee you I could beat a lot of people who don't live in Syracuse, New York. Because uh, I've rooted for this team for a long time. So then, you know, Jim Beheim starts to go off the reservation a little bit, if I can say that. He started to get a little out there. He had an incident. I'm not going to get into his off-the-court stuff. You know, he's the guy's ancient now. He's in his late 70s. And he had just some ornery moments with the media. And I don't know. He started to sour. He started to get weird. I had a buddy who knows I like Syracuse text me. And I thought this was kind of interesting. That Jim Beheim is kind of, sort of, the Aaron Rodgers of college basketball hoops coaches. And I was like, what? And he goes, think about it. Jim Beheim's an all-time great. And I was like, well, he's really, really good. And then I started to drill down. I'm like, okay, he has one title. Holy cow, he's been coaching for 47 years and he has one championship? That's it? Okay. Uh, he's been to five Final Fours, so basically a Final Four every nine-ish years. Okay, that's good, but he's not like on the Mount Rushmore college basketball coaches. Okay. So he's an all-time really good coach, one title, kind of annoying off the court. And my buddy said, well, what about Aaron Rodgers? He's largely underachieved in Green Bay, one title. He's got MVPs. Uh, Jim Beheim, by the way, 34 of those 47 years, he had 20 more wins. Now, I don't know what kind of benchmark 20 wins is, but it's a stat that they love to say. 34 seasons of 20-plus wins sounds pretty damn good. Aaron Rodgers... Seemingly always over 500. Got a bunch of MVPs. Starting to get weird and annoying off the court. And he's only got one title. So underachieving is the theme. And I started to, you know, 
again, because I'm a Syracuse guy, I started to look a little deeper. And so I'll let you be the judge. So in 1987, they go to the title game. Keith Smart of Indiana hits a baseline jumper with like six seconds left. Really good call. You can go look it up on YouTube. So they lose a natty in the final 10 seconds. 1996, arguably my favorite Syracuse team. I remember this because I was a young guy. I was at uh, I was at Virginia Tech, and obviously I like Syracuse, even though you know uh, I was at Virginia Tech. And they had John Wallace as their star, and a bunch of okay other guys, and they make this incredible run to the in the NCAA tournament. They get to the final against a stacked Kentucky team. I'm talking like that Kentucky team had like seven or eight guys go to the NBA. I think Antoine Walker was a star, but they had like Tony Delk, a bunch of other dudes. And they Syracuse lost that, but what a run it was! Go look up the ending of Syracuse Georgia. Um, what is the guy's? I forget the guy who had the call. His it, it was amazing. Um, Al McGuire is the one who had the call, and that was the tournament where they they befuddled Kansas in the Elite Eight. It was an amazing run. I remember watching all those games with my buddies in college. At any rate, they lose to a loaded Kentucky. There was no way they were winning that game. So those are two finals that they lost. Then, when they were stacked. In 2010, number one seed, I don't know if you remember, Wesley Johnson, he was drafted pretty high, top 10 pick, I'm pretty sure. A funny side note, a buddy of mine who listens to this podcast, apparently Wesley Johnson lives near me, and my buddy is good friends with him, so at some point I will meet Wesley Johnson and talk Syracuse hoops with him. But they had a really good team that year, and if you remember, um, they had a center uh Okongwu, not Okongwu, that's the USC guy. Um, Onaku, I can't say his name correctly. I'm sorry, boys and girls. But bottom line, he was anchoring that 2-3 zone in the middle. Big space eater, and he gets hurt in the Big East tournament. So they're the number one seed, and they end up losing to Gordon Hayward's uh, Butler Bulldogs in, I think, the Sweet 16. So that was a bit of an underachieving, but unlucky with the center injury. And then in 2012, they were, again, they were 24-2 and heading into the tournament. Number one seed, and again, a big guy ruled out. Do you guys remember Fab Mello, seven-footer, big-time high school player, academically ineligible after, I think, after or during the Big East tournament? He ended up getting to the NBA, played with the Celtics. He had a weird death in Brazil where he had, like, a heart attack at age, like, 26. I don't know. Anyways, he's suspended for the NCAA tournament. Syracuse loses to a pretty fun Ohio State team in the Elite Eight. They had a gentleman by the name of Aaron Kraft who was like, I loved watching Aaron Kraft play. Lock it down on defense. Smart, guard, heady, always hustling, diving, blah, blah, blah. Like everything you want in a guard. Aaron Kraft was a big fan. Jared Sullinger was a star of that team. But anyways, so Beheim had this thing where he would underachieve with his best teams. And when little was expected... They would make incredible runs to the Final Four. And I, I I don't know how you judge that as a career. Listen, obviously, Jim Beheim, Hall of Famer. Really, really good career. But, like, if you start to look at, like, the top 10 coaches in college basketball history, I don't know that he makes that list. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, 
and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Pirelli tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Pirelli test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM. Let's create. I think it would take too long to, to drill down, but like, for instance, like, you put Jay Wright, who retired from Villanova, and and there's a side note here in a sec. Like Jay Wright, I like if it's just winning titles, you got to go Jay Wright over Jim Beheim, right? I mean, I, I know that's like not great to say because Beheim, 47 years, the guy was a legend. I, it, it's tough, it, top ten, like you know, it, it's very competitive in college basketball. Now, here's the other interesting thing. If you are remotely a college basketball fan, obviously we'll be doing a lot of tournament stuff. Tomorrow's guest, I think we're getting him. I'll give you a hint. He had a triple-double in the conference championship game this week. He was the conference player of the year. We follow each other on social media. He's like a nice guy. He had me on his podcast, I think, two years ago. Well, I think we'll get him on tomorrow to talk hoops. But college basketball's had a bit of a brain drain when it comes to coaching. If you look at the big names that have stepped down in recent years, Coach K, Jay Wright, Roy Williams, if I asked you how many active coaches have won a national championship, would you even be able to guess within like a four or five of the actual number? And obviously, listen, Bill Self won the title last year. Everybody knows that. Drew Scott Drew won a title with Baylor. Everybody knows that. Tony Bennett won with Virginia. These are in like the last five years. But after that, it's like, whoa. College hoops coaches are dropping like flies. Bob Huggins does not have a title. Tom Izzo does have a title. He's still ticking. 
Calipari at Kentucky obviously has a title. And Rick Pitino, who won at Louisville, he's now at Iona, and he's got a couple years left. So there are six coaches out of 345 in Division One who have a national championship. That's it. This is a weird time in college hoops. And folks, you just look, and you know to look at the Ken Palm stats and the Ken Palm info. I'm just telling you, I've been crunching some of the numbers. This is going to be a crazy tournament. I know some people want to go chalk. It's, I mean, the number one seeds are looking like Houston, which the Final Four is in Houston. That's a huge, huge edge for Houston. They'll probably get to the Final Four. The draw is important. UCLA probably will be headed to the Final Four, but they just lost the Defensive Player of the Year in the Pac-10, their best defensive guard. And now they got to rely on, I think, a couple freshmen, including Amari Bailey, Bailey who played with LeBron's kid at um, out here in L.A. Amari Bailey is a good offensive player. Can he lock down on defense? I don't know. That's a big loss. I'm just telling you right now, Alabama is not a great team. Defensively, they're good. Offensively challenged. They do have a superstar in the kid Miller who we're not going to talk, talk about on the pod. He's a good player. Um, kind of like Connecticut a lot. We'll see, let me see what happens in the Big East tournament. Don't want to overreact. But when you go down the list of what boxes you need to check, they're kind of hitting on all of them. Top 15 in offensive and defensive efficiency. I like Connecticut. Uh, Tennessee, I don't love. I, I don't love Purdue. Guards, suspect. Like, Gonzaga looked great dismantling St. Mary's. They they are not good defensively. And I'm just telling you guys, if you want to be scared about Gonzaga, go back and look at what happened when they played a tough team from the SEC last year. They got pushed around and bullied. Uh, Texas, a bit of a sleeper. Kansas is good again, but I don't think they're going back-to-back. Arizona, very sus on defense. And you go down the list, there's not a dominant team or even close to one. Don't tell me Houston's dominant because they're 29-2. That ain't dominant. Gonzaga was undefeated last year. Houston, uh, lost to Gonzaga, uh, Houston lost to Alabama, lost to Temple, and has won every other game. This is the kind of fun thing I like to look at. Outside of two games against Memphis, nobody has played Houston tough. Memphis has played them tough because they're in the division. Anthony Hardaway's guys, they you know they, they got the book down. Um, this is not a great three-point shooting team of Houston. I do like the guards. Uh, Sasser, obviously the veteran, is key. Um, Mark and, and Sheed are pretty, pretty solid guys who have been around. I think this is a good team. I think Final Four, I, I just don't see Houston winning the title. But anyways, we'll save it for tomorrow and after the brackets come out. Obviously, get ready for tomorrow's big interview, and then Friday, hosting the herd. Sunday, we get brackets. It's all happening, folks. Talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Kevin Hart here. This basketball season, Chase Freedom Unlimited is helping me cash back on everything, even the sound system that auto-tunes the game. Curry from way downtown. Defense. Will the owner of a red sedan please visit guest services? Bet you've never heard cash back and sound like that. 
Cash back like a pro with Chase Freedom Unlimited. Chase, make more of what's yours. Restrictions and limitations apply. Cards are issued by JPMorgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. You wouldn't expect to hear that we're America's third best city for beer like this one. Or home to vibes like this. And this. It might surprise you that we're top 10 for immersive art that's like. Whoa. And. Hmm. Not to mention, we have one of the top zoos in the country. So can a city with the country's best pro soccer team, ranking as a top culinary destination in the world, be in your own backyard? Yes, Columbus. Plan your summer at experiencecolumbus.com slash summer. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on select steel battery tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details.